0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.
1: Yes, it's a post draft Friday here on the middle. Alongside Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, A Todd Shander with you for the next two hours here on the Jacob Media YouTube page, the phillyvoice.com voice.com slash the middle page, and soon to be joined by Sports Map Radio. All right, I got thoughts. I have thoughts. Uh oh. Uh oh. oh. No, no, no. Look, you're the one who played. You're the one who breaks down. tape. Harry watches a ton of tape in the sense of he's watching games. You're the one who's breaking out all the tape and everything. Why don't you start? Mr. Brooks, unless you did four other shows this morning that we should know about, he
2: just did Bro, one by himself. He went forty-five I, I, yeah.
1: minutes solo. Yeah. Oh. No. Well, no he's fresh off of that, then, then. we shouldn't waste
3: any more time to capitalize yeah. on it. Get him no, while he's hot. No break. Yeah. No. No breaks or anything, man. You know, You're I just a hot hand. Boom, yeah. boom. Boom. <laughs> I just went no, through it. The camera's man. not fixed. It's a backup. Go ahead, Barrett. I, I, I broke. I mean, I I just talked about the draft, man. How I thought I went. You know, I mean, because this. This is a weird draft, man. Because can you imagine being a GM and not seeing these guys at the combine, not seeing these guys even play for an entire year, and you have to make an accurate assessment off just a a pro day workout? I mean, that's 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 got to be the hardest thing, you know. I've, I've I've seen a GM have to go out there and do. Mm. So you got athletes out there that you know that opted out. And some guys use it to their advantage. You know, a guy like Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase took it to another level. Nobody thought he was going to run a 4-3. He ran a 4-3, gained like maybe you know, 10 pounds worth of muscle, knows how to run routes better than he did even in college, and he was already a beast. He was better than Jefferson. And he and you saw what Jefferson did in the league this year. Imagine this kid that's had an entire year to work out, run routes, learn from from from, from elite-level coaches how so to play the game. Devonte Smith? Huh? You're talking about Devontae Smith? No, I'm talking about Jamar Chase. Oh, okay. I mean, even, even him. You look at what the Eagles did. I mean, that's really – I mean, I'm so shocked. I'm not taking everything I said back about Howie, but I will say this. He understand that he had to learn. There's a process in being a draft guru. There's a process in which you have to listen, take a little bit from here, take a little bit from there. Don't deviate from your mm. draft board. Mm. And that's what he did. Maybe. I, I he, don't know. He moved, for this
1: draft pick? He, he moved back to move back up. Yes, but he, yeah, still, but he got
2: an extra first round pick. I mean, he played the board really well. All he had to do was great. give up a third round pick to move up and get the guy that they wanted. Now, granted, you that's know, the guy d- that they wanted, in my
1: opinion, what do you mean? That's, it's not that's, the guy that they wanted. The consolation prize is that they saw a run on positions and they had to move up because he misread the board at 12. Thinking that one of those four guys would be available at least at twelve, and instead he had to move back up. He could have stayed at five. Look, I, I'll I'll let you go, Harry. But I I disagree with you guys that he at six. That, they were at six. No, but I'm saying he could have gone to five and even moved up, seeing that the big thing was four. Once Kyle Pitts was at four, but go I, go ahead.
3: I I disagree also.
1: No, I know I know you guys do, but that's fine. I, I do. I, I love. But no, I mean.
2: I mean, the fact that that Carolina took a cornerback, I think, sent the board into a different like like avenue. Like yep. I didn't expect that. Exactly. And once once You're rule right. took the corner, then, you know, there was the run on the corner. And then Sertan goes next. And I think that so, sort of the, to, you know made problem. you go. Maybe it's plan B. I don't know. But they definitely wanted this guy in their offense. And they needed him in, in their offense. So they 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 gained uh, a first round pick. They got a player that's going to contribute from day one. Can he get off press coverage at this level? I don't know. I hope so. I hope he can put on another 15 pounds of muscle too, you know, in the next couple of months. But I, he's a really good player. Um, you know, the Giants did well. The Cowboys did well. I mean, the division, the Redskins, or the Washington football team did well. The whole division got better. The Giants did too. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at that. I mean, the Giants, yeah.
3: you knew the Jazz were going to take Devontae Smith because what did they do? They, they traded him out immediately. They trade out the pick, yeah. and then they went and got a receiver,
2: Tony, and yeah. Davius
3: Tony, who doesn't Tony. have
2: great hands. He's got he's a great skill guy, but his his hands aren't great. And, and that's, that's what you thing.
3: get for Devontae yeah. Smith.
2: Yeah, but you're also looking at it where I I think that you could have
1: traded back and taken advantage of a couple of things, like draft night. He could have taken advantage, but instead he panicked and moved up to grab one of the four guys that we were all associating with this team because the other three were already gone, including, mind you, Jalen Waddell, who was right there for the Philadelphia Eagles if they remained at six. Mm -hmm. But my point being in this is, we'll uh, break in a second here. My point being in all of this is it's not a knock on Smith by any means. I like the pick, but at 12, where they were from 12 to then back up to 10 There was movement as a result. It triggered it. And I think they could have taken advantage of Justin Fields dropping like we saw the Giants do with the Chicago Bears. And if we saw the Giants do exactly what the Eagles do, then I don't think we're complaining about the kid the Giants strapped where the Eagles took advantage of getting maybe another first or a second round pick.
4: Jacob Media. (laughs) What was that? I don't think
3: they would have got a receiver though. <laughs> Not sure. Well, same kid the Giants. The middle
4: started, but... starts now
5: on the Sportsman Radio Network,
4: presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket can.
5: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I right, welcome in Friday Football
1: Friday here as things started to heat up. As soon as we saw some odds come out in the afternoon, shift drastically about, I sent you guys that, got the inside info there. Trey Lance taken third, not Fields, not Mac Jones. Then we saw the run on wide receivers. We saw a couple of corners go in the top 10, all the way down to 10, which was the Philadelphia Eagles who jump in back into the top 10 technically and draft Devontae Smith, where I think the pick as we talked about really for a couple of days leading up, if it was going to be one of the four in Smith, Waddle, Sertan or Horn, the city's generally going to accept it. Didn't have to worry about alignment. Didn't have to worry about trading back, but there were some factors involved in the draft last night beyond even the Eagles trade that were kind of wacky mm-hmm. and poor Justin
2: Fields his career's over before it even begins. He, he went to where quarterbacks die, That's right? That's immediately what I thought of, this poor guy. And, and he didn't even look all that uh, like elated in his room, you know, wherever he was back at his house or wherever he was watching the draft. He didn't look that excited. Would you be? If you knew you had to go to radio
1: version of Chicago as a host, you're out in Des Moines?
3: No, I wouldn't want that. It's too much snow. Yeah, he's he's hating he oh, yeah. he's hating to do it to us right now, you know, but that's what it is. Uh yeah. look, I mean, Anton, at this point, we wouldn't if, if we'd have stayed at pick number six, we wouldn't have got a receiver. Well, they could have gotten been. Waddle, could have got Jalen Waddle. But
2: you wouldn't have the f- extra first round pick next year. Right. right wouldn't, we wouldn't even got Waddle.
3: Not. We wouldn't want Waddle, they wouldn't have got Waddle. At that point, you still had Pin Patrick Surtain. They would have got one of those guys. Okay. Would, i were mean, not knocking it, that either,
1: but that's the thing is you're you're going to give and take a little bit, and there are still some question marks surrounding Devontae Smith that need to come out and be proven that will be attached to mm-hmm. trading back, and you know how we do here where we look at Jalen Waddell. We'll look at
2: Sertan. We'll look at guys who were available. we we'll look State. at Fields. You know, if if, if wow. Fields comes on and just goes great guns in Chicago, Eagles could have had him. I don't, you know, hey,
6: that,
1: that's Monday what the draft is mid- all
2: about. It's not even Monday.
1: Friday morning, <laughs> you're going to start that. At least Barrett didn't start the quarterback uh, quarterback controversy. Yeah, quarterback controversy. Easy
3: we could run. have. We could have had a franchise quarterback. <laughs> yeah. If
7: you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media Channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and
8: Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way.
6: Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
1: The Middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It's too out of control.
2: Are you kidding
5: me?
1: There needs
2: to be a sense of chocolate. I I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon with crown royale. Vanilla (laughs) ice
1: cream and apple pie? You might as well just kick somebody in the groin. The Middle
4: with Aton Sanders, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
1: What happened there? Oh, that's why. Short break. Thanks everybody, Birdman, ninety one, com- yeah. ninety one LSXers too. Yeah. No, that's what I was saying. Ninety one, yeah, Birdman, nine ninety. Good morning, Is Birdman nine ninety
2: new? uh Birdman's been around for a little bit. Okay, uh, not brand new. Ocam's truth and wisdom look Occam. new. Occam, Occam's razor. Yep, is that what that is? Yep. Da. Yeah. That's a good application.
5: <laughs>
2: Occam was ahead of his time. Yeah, <laughs> boy. So how was the party last night, Aton, over at Ramblewood? Oh. <laughs> it
1: was. Uh, it was awesome. It was a Jaws. I mean, I wasn't
2: like a part of it. I just did the show there in a back room.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: This is the middle. But uh, Jaws, man, the Jaws Radio does Radio it up. Network. Oh yeah.
4: Sponsored by Rocket Mortgage.
5: Live from He's the- on at those events too, man. Amazing. Here's John yeah. Chander, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric Brooks, and Harry May. All
1: right, we're back on the network here live on the stream, the Jacob Media YouTube page, slash the middle, and back with Ron Culver and company on Sports Map Radio. And look, I-, I guess here's where I'll say it. Barrett, in the beginning of the program, at the top of the hour, was just at that point of actually taking back all of the things that he said about Howie Roseman because of one thing. And here's what I'm saying. (laughs) AJD put it in, and I think good context here, Barrett, all right? He's mad that Howie didn't screw it up, and and I get the joke of it here, but let's look at the truth of it. Just because he didn't screw it up doesn't mean he should be rewarded. And I feel like – No, 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 I'm not doing that. Okay, okay, fair, okay. And thank you for correcting that because I didn't want to put anything – out there that wasn't attached to you or anyone else. But I feel like because he traded up and only gave up a third round, and I hate that phrase because third rounders should play, not the kids. Yes, you're absolutely players. right.
2: But, but they had two kind of them. They still have a third rounder.
1: Yes, and, and yeah. they still have a lot of holes. And I'd right. like them to address that. But my point is that it the is Colts that, third rounder uh, from the Wentz trade. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, here's the yeah. thing. Roseman does not have a fantastic draft track record and just adding another draft pick to his arsenal doesn't mean that he's automatically going to get it. And look, as a result, I think the means ultimately justify the end. I get it in that they got Devontae Smith, but look at how they got. We all thought, hey, if you have one or three of these guys on the board, you take whoever it is at 12. He misread it. He thought that one of those four guys would be there at 12, and he could have then even used chip or leverage to trade back if somebody slipped, like Mac Jones or Justin Fields. But well, so they didn't want Mac saying. Jones. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'm saying trade out of that pick, right, instead of let Devontae Smith go at that point and trade back with Chicago or something along those lines. Now, all I'm saying is for a guy who is being heralded, as a master up and down the draft board, it looked like he overshot and then realized he had to compensate at the end. I still love the pick, but I'm not patting Howie Roseman on the back today.
4: Well, I uh, mean,
2: you know, you. What, one thing this draft told us is that this, this is Jalen Hurts' team right now. like Because they passed yeah. on fields, okay? So that's one thing that, th- that last night showed you. The other one is, is that they... Probably would have taken because I said this last night when I went live with Krause. It would have been really interesting to see what they would have done had Horn or Smith both been on the board at 12 when they picked. Just because that really would have showed you, you know, what they wanted defense, offense, you know, cornerback or wide receiver. That would have told you everything. The fact that Horn and Sertan were both
3: gone, I think, you know, they, they made the right move
2: they after those guys choice.
3: were gone. Well, yeah, but still, they tell us what we're trying to say. We're trying to say that all right, they saw a pattern coming, mm-hmm. and when they saw the pattern, they were able to execute something to get something, and we hadn't seen that. We've seen execute them execute something to get nothing, and then they're you know they're twice as bad as what they were when they started off trying to do something. So it's like, are they better with
2: Devonta Smith and an extra first round pick for next season rather than having a Sertan or a horn or a waddle and no extra first round pick? That's really what it looks
1: like. Okay, hold on a second. Would the Seahawks (laughs) be better with DK Metcalf or would they be better with JJ Ortega Whiteside and an extra first round pick? You're right,
2: although you never get – we, we oh, understand that, yeah. it. He's, he's, we now see that they draw, they yes. drafted the wrong player, and that's we'll perfect. see about Devonta Smith. So the, I, there is an unnecessary tag of
1: pressure that has been added to Devonta Smith by Howie Roseman because of his failure to kind of maneuver and having to overreact. And No on.
2: doubt. No doubt. And I think yes. that goes
3: for basically any player they would have drafted okay. last night. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Right there, Yo, the, he has – right now, Devonta Smith has – a a, a a load that he hasn't carried is almost unfair. Like he has, what's the, what's a, is it Adonis has a world on his shoulder like Atlas. this? Atlas. Atlas. Oh, Atlas. Yeah. Well, he's Atlas right now because of Howie Roseman's transgressions from the past couple of drafts. Well,
2: you you want to talk about Atlas. Think about the poor kid in New York with the Jets. Wilson. Think about what he's oh, up against. Yeah. Or Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. I mean, geez, yes. the, the list
1: goes on and on. You know, it's I sure, yeah. I just locked in quarterback interceptions over 13 and a half <laughs> Wilson this year. For Wilson? Yeah. 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 He's gonna be Bro. throwing a uh, lot. No, look, I mean, Lawrence, Wilson, yeah. And I guess the big not surprise so much, but the big pick now is Trey Lance. Like, how do yeah. you sit
2: Trey Lance when you've moved up? Got to play him him at three, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's
3: got
2: to get ready and play.
3: uh, Does that mean that we were right about that? We
2: didn't go up up to three to take Mac Jones. I wasn't believing that for one
3: second.
1: It was more about fields as well, how it wasn't going to be fields. And then when we, because remember yesterday I said we were going back and forth and that's where I thought the heavy money was going to be on Mac Jones because they traded up when he was at, at his hottest point. And the only other quarterback they worked out was Trey Lance. So mm-hmm. it made sense at the end of the day that they would take the only other quarterback that they at least showed physical, like public interest in was my point. Right. People slipping that far was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah,
3: that was a
2: surprise.
1: To me, man. it
3: was. Yeah. Yeah. But I also look at the I look at this draft, man, and and I it, it kind of guaranteed that my, you know, my, my premonition was right, that Wilson will suck. I'm telling you right now, Wilson's gonna suck,
1: and and that
3: Douglas's evaluation of him was wrong. I just said it right now. Wait till two or three years from now, you're gonna see that. What's making you say that? Because I thought he was. I, I didn't see him as the top two quarterback in the draft. But we knew they were gonna take him like long before last night, and I kept saying it was it was it was a travesty to put that kid in that type of position when you know he's not going to be able to live up to the expectations that they want mm. there with the jets. He's not going to be able to do it. He's not that type of quarterback. He is a movement quarterback. He's not a drop back guy. He doesn't know how to do it. You know what I mean? He's he's going to to me, I'm honestly going to say he's going to be the bad aspect of Carson Wentz. When Carson Wentz holds the ball and 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 gets sacked, Wilson's, the start of his career is going to end up being just like that. And it's going to kind of, you know, put him in a position where like, all right, you know, you know, I I don't know if I even belong to being a quarterback, you know, at this point. Yeah. It's going to be tough on him because he wants to make the big play all the time. we know Carson, he wanted to make the big play all the time.
2: The guy with the hottest mom, you just scorched him. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, (laughs) Jesus was
1: making big plays before he got hurt, hurt that, that knee injury more so than anything. I mean, I don't know Zach
3: Wilson to be that far off
1: live to die.
3: Live. You got, you, you got to live, man. You gotta, you gotta make sure that you you can get up and, 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 and go to work the next day. If he continues to hold the ball, like he holds the ball, He won't last long in this league at all,
2: man. I saw that one throw that he made, apparently that that lit everybody on fire at his pro day, and I crossbody like,
3: oh my god, what was
2: amazing? (laughs) What what was that? No, I'm with you. That this would be a
1: a pretty accurate surprise, yeah. if, If he fell off, like Fields, I expect to never hear from again. Because really? Just Chicago, because of where he went? It's a bad, it's just a bad team. We don't talk about quarterbacks in Chicago. No. Even Rex Grossman or Jay Cutler. Cutler was better on outside of Chicago. As right. Kind of like a personality. He was, oh, just,
2: no, you know, uh, nothing's going go to eat. replace smoking Jay Cutler. A- I get Tom. it. You know and what I'm
1: saying? Was. It was like a negative. Like everybody <laughs> hated and railed on Cutler and everybody made excuses for the team outside of Grossman. I, I feel like Fields is unfortunately going to fall off the face of the earth. And Wilson, according to Barrett now, if we saw that, remember, this was a quarterback-heavy first round at least. And for two of these kids, maybe three, Mm Mac Jones. I mean, who the hell knows what's going to happen to Mac Jones in New England. Right. Safe assumption that he's not going to pan out right away either. But they didn't have to trade up to
3: get him. He fell right in their lap. Well, look at this, fellas. Fellas, At this point, Pace and Nagy are like this. We've got our job at least for the next two and a half right, years. Exactly. That's what they're saying right now. They're not worried yeah. about if he can play or not. We got a job for the I'll next you, two and a half, three years. You know, you know, trading up twice
2: in it in drafts, you know, to take quarterbacks that the previous one failed. You usually don't see a general manager being able to stick around and yeah. do something like that. So and, and wonder, they moved
3: up all that. They moved up all the all the way up in the draft to get Trubisky. And where's he at? A second team quarterback. Buffalo. In Buffalo. Yeah. Well, and
1: look. We'll probably be talking about Justin Fields the same way. That's how, it's what happens in Chicago, man.
2: And <laughs> well, like, I, ho- I hope not. I hope the guy succeeds.
1: Oh, look, I'm not rooting against him. I'm just trying to present the the history here, which is it's very difficult to play well, especially as you get deeper into the season. And then all of a sudden you have, oh, to, yeah. right? you have to deal with the wind. You have It's just tough. It's tough to throw the ball there, and it's not a home field advantage. It's clearly not a home field advantage. <laughs> right? You would think at some point somebody would be able to figure this. Maybe Justin Fields is just smarter than everybody else, and, and it's probably true, right? I mean, he comes in here and he's like, All right, I'm gonna take what Sid Luckman did, I'm gonna take what Rex Grossman did, I'm gonna take what Cutler did, all the good stuff, and put throwing a
2: little Bobby Douglas, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right,
3: right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't Bro, know, man. I mean, can you believe me? I'm, I'm watching that draft, man, and you know, and and look at the dress, man. Did Kyle Pitts look like he was from Philly or what? Bro, uh, what the was Monday up? The green suit? Yeah, but what was we up all with those suits? I mean, those yeah.
2: suits with the stripe on the pants. These guys look like they were... I was waiting for him to whip out a trombone and start dancing with the, the, the high school hey, band. Hey,
3: you know what I was thinking? What's up thinking? with that look? I was looking like this. We all see it.
2: Yes, yeah, right, it. right, right. Don't green. say anything. We see it. Green. There's a stripe yeah, on his pants. stripe.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we I all see it. we <laughs> a stripe on his pants. After the <laughs> end of draft, I don't know how you keep looking at it, right? I tell you, I know, I know like the, you. Devonta Smith looks sharp. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, well, he looks sharp. Pitt,
2: Kyle Pitt still
1: needs to own up for his ridiculous assessment that went viral on cheesesteaks.
2: Oh, the cheesesteak
3: thing, yeah. yeah. Oh, so with, 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 I'm, I'm just take. shocked he didn't call it a steak and cheese after right. the assessment. I, I, when I first got to Philly, right, I didn't know anything, right, you know, yeah. about cheesesteaks and all that stuff. When I first got to Philly, I went to uh I went to Tony Luce. I said, "Yeah, can I get a steak 'em with cheese?" Oh my God! It's oh, like yeah. it's like they took yeah. the record and scratched. Yeah, the you cheese. should have been sent out to out <laughs> in the street for that.
2: Right. And that's I mean, look, man. look, big man, go to the back of the line. And you're not from here, though, right? That's so, outrageous. No.
1: <laughs> At least somebody
2: would be like, "Hey, you know, he's not from here. Yeah. He's brand new." Like no, you know, people who took in you in there, there? Did, uh-huh. you know, did you? Did you have it like an like an Ambassador hey, to bring you in there from Philly. They should
3: have showed you the ropes. Your boy set me up because I stayed in the same building. I'm Charlie Garner, man. Oh, he knew it too. Man. He so when when he brought me in, he said, "All right, go, go ahead." He, I said, "Hey, man, look, let's go get one of those uh, steakums." They say you got to get a a steakum, you know, or you know. He's "Oh yeah, yeah, it's a steakum. It's a steakum." <laughs> like Kyle Pitts. He said, "Oh yeah, it's a steakum." <laughs> so we go there, right? And he goes up and say, "Hey, uh, go ahead and order me one too." And he walks away. I'm like, oh, uh, he, he set you up." up. He, oh, he totally uh, sipped me yep. up. Uh, I look over him; and he is cracking up over in the corner. <laughs> you know, and it was there back then, you know, Tony Luke was there at the time. He just so happened to be there. He's like, right. W- w- He's like,
1: Eagles drafted this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is who they
10: draft. Are I thought these
1: O-linemen <laughs> were smart. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. All right, we got to take a quick one more on the draft coming up. It's the middle Jacob Media YouTube page, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio
7: if you missed any of today's show on the jacob media channel listen to the podcast on your way home available on youtube apple and spotify
11: jody mack the legendary sports talker joins forces with nfl insider john McMullen. start your morning with johnny mack and jody mack across the jacob media network
6: Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA-approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
4: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
5: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
1: Remember when this uh, over a year ago now, right? Everything shut down and there was fear or threat or concern that there would be runs on everything. And I told you I got into the stash. Oh yeah. the uh, chocolate covered almonds. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Fine. so so now we're on to the, the next batch here. Nutter puffs. I don't know what the hell these things are, (laughs) but my God, they're good.
2: Peanut butter and chocolate Nutter puffs. Yeah, I don't know what the hell a Nutter puff is. It's like a puffed wheat snack. Yeah, with, it's like uh, a cheese puff, except it's covered with peanut butter and oh, cheese, but not wow. cheese. these things
1: are insanely good. By the way, oh, that I would just house too. that
2: bag immediately. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, think about it, right? Like terrible planning by me, right? The world's coming to an end. You can't get into a grocery store, or you can't even get into like a Wawa or anything like that, and you're stuck eating the stuff you've prepared. And it's a bag of nutter puffs. Are you kidding?
2: I'd, run th- I'd rip through this in like an hour watching w- the office reruns. I was sending the wife out every three days to shop even when during the shutdown Are you kidding me well some around <laughs> here you couldn't get in like what where do you I mean went. they would not let you in is
1: what I'm saying like it was only deliverer stuff and then for a delivery you're online with
3: like a thousand or five thousand other people
5: wow just so, show yeah, you
3: Amazon became a uh, Quadruple billionaire because of um COVID, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it just put the Walmart. So he's out now. He,
2: yeah, he's out of there now.
3: But out, bro. Walmart was at my house every other day. Amazon yeah, at my house every right. other day. Mm. Yeah, it's
1: great. How hard was it to get up on that list, right? Oh yeah, you, oh yeah. You you had you had to actually have somebody either in your family, Barrett, or you had to pay somebody, maybe on like one of those apps to come over and just sit there and refresh on the phone. Mm. All right, give me a window now. Boom. Give me a window now. It's like yep. Ticketmaster. Yep.
2: Yeah. All and right, a couple cool. other observations from last night. Uh, we talked about the suits, you know, the, the style of suit with the stripe down the pants. Yeah, that's your observation. I that. don't quite get that. Waddle was horrible but also. But Waddle, Waddle yeah. yeah, I didn't like his getup. But I tell you, that didn't what, even I obs- do anything. what I observed about him was he got up and his family is so happy they wanted to hug him, he walked right out. He was like, "I'm out of here. I'm all all business. I just want to get out there and hug the commissioner. Forget it, know- mom, dad, girlfriend, whatever." And Lawrence hugged his wife first, not his mom. Yeah,
1: saw Did you that. See that?
2: That was a rarity.
1: But yeah. you're right. Well, she went as- close
3: though. Mom went close. She was right. right
2: next to the to the wife though. He was sitting
1: next oh! to the
2: yeah. He was was here, the wife was here, and then the mom. Right. That's what I'm saying. Normally the
1: mom is right next to the crafty. Yeah. In that case, there was one. But you mentioned all business, right? Mm -hmm. And how Jalen Waddle was all business. Is there anybody who represents that phrase better than Seth Jordan? Oh, Oh.
3: Seth, what's up, bro? Then Seth Jordan. What's up, Seth? can hear you. Oh,
10: we
2: can hear you.
3: We can hear you. We can hear
1: you.
2: We can hear you. That's taking some time out of we his gotcha. to to join us. You hear me, bro? I think he's calling in from a hotel in? in Pebble Beach, California. Best linebacker we've ever seen. All three of us. Yes, Barrett. I'm
1: saying yeah. that for yeah. you too. We're <laughs> speaking for you. I know you played with a couple.
5: Oh, Yo, bro.
2: Us. This is Canton not coming around. This is
3: tremendous. This Bro, is I that, love this. He 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 is definitely in Pebble Beach golf. Yeah. Well, he might not be there now. There no, we that, go. That's Do you hear
10: us? Pebble Beach golf? Some reason or another. That's right. Well,
1: yeah. Gary, it's fine. We got you. So we'll keep talking until you hear us.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. We cool. got
5: him.
1: But imagine that, man. Taking time away. Like we could never pull Harry away from his own he golf. He didn't even call us.
2: Let alone Pebble Beach. <laughs> well, you got to understand, though, there is a three-hour time difference here. So it's 830. Maybe his tea time is until like 10 in the Ooh. morning. Can you hear us? Hey, Seth. Can you hear us yet? We got gotcha.
1: you. Yeah, but it, it, something on the other end. He can see yeah. us. We can see he can't, him. He can't can hear us. It. That's fine. So right we'll yeah. keep moving, and, and eventually, I think it'll – there we go. So he's going mm. to reset. That's fine. Uh, it's it's an old radio trick. You guys, you can keep talking. I know we're on the stream and everybody's right. going to be distracted and all, but you, we can keep talking through it. It's not just me in
3: this awkward silence. Jeez. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. No. Can you guys, can you guys give me a pat on my back, please? Hey, I he's not came here through.
1: yet. He's not here yet. He hold on, though. he's he not an
3: official guest more. yet. <laughs>
1: Look at you, right. man! Yeah, You've got
4: to sneak give me play my play. just
2: do. No, this is like you going to a pro day and saying, "Man, I love that player. We're gonna take him." Well, until you actually <laughs> actuate the draft pick and he <laughs> is in your jersey wearing your hat, it's not done yet.
1: Not oh, all. Well, I gotta finish the deal, right? I gotta yeah. finish the deal. pull <laughs> Howie Roseman on us, man. Create a problem and then fix it, and expect to be yes. a parade down the street. <laughs> unbelievable oh,
2: he, he's the andrew luck of this show A-Ton. right right unbelievable you Seth us,
1: Leonard, can you hear us
10: yes i hear you can you there guys hear me
1: loud yes, and clear loud and
6: clear what's up bro it's
1: an honor thank you sir for popping up we know that your anything to take you away from golf is a major ask so we thank you sir for the time
3: you got it Bro, now, now they didn't believe me that you're in Pebble Beach, man, playing golf, man. I, I can't tell it. them that's. Oh, okay. I thought you guys didn't believe. No, me, I right. believe no, it. No, no, we
1: believe it. We just didn't believe he would leave Pebble Beach, right? For the golf course to come join us. That oh, I wouldn't. Crazy. I wouldn't
2: ask him to.
10: <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all are catching me before my round today. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You said that's that. What Harry, I thought. You, said that's that. What I thought. <laughs>
2: you know, the last time I saw Seth in person, he didn't see me, but he was at Pine Valley on the fourth green, and I was on the first fairway. And I saw him through the through the trees, <laughs> so
7: I
3: know he plays a lot of guys. So, uh, bro, so how, how'd you how'd you like the draft, man? How, how'd you like uh, Howie and his pick?
10: Well, I just felt like Howie was in a position. He was in he was in a position where he couldn't mess it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like the fact that they moved back and and you know got in front of the Giants because I think the Giants um, wanted. Smith uh, kind of teed off Gettleman a little bit. But, you know, all they had to do was just follow the script, you know, whether they stayed at six, whether they stayed at 12 or whether they traded back, um, you know, into the top 10 to, to, to make the move. And listen, I love the fact that they went and got um, – Devontae Smith. I'm not all that thrilled that the Eagles have drafted 12 wide receivers in the last 11 drafts. You know, (laughs) hopefully, you know, hopefully they get this right because you can't keep, you know, spending that kind of draft capital on one position. Um, But given what Jeffrey, you know, what Jeffrey has said about, you know, having a high powered offense and an elite level offense, um, you had to believe that they were either going wide receiver or cornerback.
2: Does his slight uh, build concern you at all?
10: No, because we don't. Football in the NFL doesn't play the way it was when Barrett and I played any longer. You know, um, a, a blind shot across the middle. Um, you know, where a guy can't see you. Um, that doesn't happen anymore. That's you know, fifteen yarder and a pink slip. You know, in your locker on Tuesday morning. You know, That's from fine. the league. So. And a major fine. So I'm not worried about it. Plus, you know, if 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 a team is worried about that, then you scheme, you scheme how to how to protect a guy like that. You don't put him, you know, in certain routes unless it's man to man situations where you send him across the middle, you send him in traffic um, mm-hmm. as a coaching staff. You know, you have to be able to scheme that to protect your players. But, you know, I agree with what he said. Hey, you know, we're not lifting weights here. We ain't, we ain't weight lifters. You know, it's football and, you know, the kid's been playing football his entire life. I mean, he lit up the entire the best division in college football, the best conference in college football last year on his way, you know, to a Heisman and um, a national championship. I mean, I think it's insane that people believe that, you know, his size is going to prevent him from doing what he does. His job is to avoid people, run by people, score touchdowns. It's not to come up and tackle anybody.
1: Said, and that same vein, do you think that the Eagles should even be looking at trying to add some weight on him, or, or use his natural abilities as he's currently gifted?
10: Well, you know, when I think about um, when I think about Alabama, you know, it, it's safe to say, you know, I forget how many players they had drafted in the first round yesterday. Something like five or six, six. I want to say probably, six. five or six offensive players. Um, they're being prepared for the next level, if you will, in Alabama. So these guys come to the NFL, and they're ready to perform right now um, if you if you use them correctly. Suffice to say that, you know, if Devontae's been there, what, three, four years, and he hadn't gained any weight in three or four years there, and during this time of his greatest growth physically, um, that – you know his metabolism just won't let him gain as much weight as everybody. Now everyone would love to, f- love for him to get to you know, you know one eighty five, one ninety, you know, but would that affect his ability to to be fast twitch and do the things that he does? I don't know. I don't know.
3: Well, you know, um, you know, I, you know, I was up at the shop, man. I was, I w- I did um, a, a draft special uh, at NBC Sports. So you know, it was me, Ray. And uh, DP Danny Palmels, we listened to afterwards the press conference, and they had Howie, they had Andy Waddell, and they had um Sariani there, coach. And they said some things to me that you know, eye opening because you, you're you know, you're a master at listening to what that organization says in press conference, which opens the doors nine times out of ten on what, the, what they're really thinking and you know, what direction they're going. But they actually said that they're. They wanted to stay on the draft board, focus on the draft board, not deviate from it, number one. Number two, they said that they listened to Andy Waddell and his staff. And, you know, it was a premium of the information that they were, you know, gathered for him. And then they said something that, you know, two, th- two other things. They said that Nick Sariani, they kind of – wanted to make sure that we got players to help him. But then they also said we listened to what Jalen Hurts said about the pick. Seth, hold on one sec. I want to
1: bring everything back on the radio, and then you have plenty of time to answer that.
5: On the SportsMap Radio Network.
4: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
5: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
1: Joined by Seth Joyner live on stream. The network, we're back as well. And paying attention, I hope, on the Jacob Media YouTube page, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. In the break here as more insight and nuggets from Seth. And right at the end, Barrett, you were just asking about sticking to the draft board and the mentality that the Eagles at least show that they had last night. So just jumping in, Seth. Feel free to take that any way you want.
10: So, well, I don't, you know, I mean, like listen. I said earlier, I don't, I don't think that, um, I don't think that Howie and anyone else on that staff could afford to have another draft where they missed in the first round. They just couldn't, so they were gonna follow the board. I mean, it, it's not, it, it, it hasn't been rocket science, and yesterday wasn't rocket science. It's all about them taking the best available player you know, at the position where they felt like they needed the most help. And that was on the offensive side of the ball. That was Devontae Smith. Um, as far as, you know, this collaborative thing that, you know, they keep talking about. Um, you know, they've been talking about that ever since, um, you know, Doug got fired. Howie's first press conference. Um, Jeffrey's press conference, they talked about collaboration between everybody involved. Um, you're starting to see not only how we just in these press conferences, you're starting to see other people, you know, because yeah. they're trying to paint the picture of collabor- collaboration. But at the end of the day, somebody's got to make the darn call. <laughs> somebody's got to say, okay, we're taking this guy, we're taking that guy. And then somebody has to be accountable for that. You know, there's nothing wrong with collaboration. I think all great organizations have collaboration but your decision maker needs to step out and say, okay, this is the, the, this is the the decision that we made. Okay. And his job has to either hang in the balance or he needs to be extended because of the great, great job that he did because of his people behind him. That's, that's the way, you know, that the hierarchy, you know, really works. But I think that, you know, everybody's been calling for Howie's neck for the last two years and you're never going to get it because if, collaboration
2: what did you think about the other three teams in the nfc east Um, of course uh, dallas trades with the eagles and they get the guy they could have taken at 10 but then they get an extra third round pick and get parsons at 12 and the giants of course wanted the receiver the eagles got but they ended up getting a decent receiver and a couple of picks in Kadarius tony and the washington football team got another nice linebacker jamin davis
10: well i think of the three the Cowboys pick scares me the most. Mm. Um, I really love Michael Parsons, man. I really do. I, I I think that this kid is like Ray Lewis-esque. He's like um, Luke Kuechly-esque. When you draft players like that, they have the ability to change the mentality and the mental state of, of the entire defense. Um, just because he's going to bring such an intensity level to that defense that it's going to affect everybody else on the defense. They're all going to have to raise their level of competition and the expectations are, are going to rise as well because they're going to turn on the film. You're going to watch this guy running all over the place. it's going to create major competition. If they don't wind up moving one of those other two linebackers because of, you know, drafted him so high, um, I think they like having three. Because, you know, just in case you get one guy hurt, you don't really have a major drop-off. And no one, and to be honest with you, no one in the NFL except for offensive linemen play um, 100% of the snaps anymore. Um, so they want to keep keep those guys fresh. But it creates a, a, a lot of competition at that position because those, you know, you, you got Smith, Jalen Smith, and Vander Esch. Those two guys are going to be like, man, look at this young dude, you know, balling. So they're going to be competing for for playing time. And then you turn on the film and everybody else, the secondary and the defensive line, they're like, my goodness, look at this kid. It's just all over the place. So that raises the level of everything. It changes, you know, the defense. Now, they got to go out and get some more players to improve the defensive side of the ball. But I think he's a big piece in getting that done. I think the Giants reached. You know, because they got pissed at the Eagles for, you know, snatching their guy ahead of them. <laughs> but I do like Kadarius Tony. I think he's a great player. Um, you know, just not at that at that spot. Yep. I thought he was a day two guy. I um, did also really and, and and as far as Washington, um, you know, I guess they picking so late, you know, what they really needed was a quarterback. Yep, you know they they really need to draft a quarterback. Um, so I think that they're you know nothing wrong with them going to get the linebacker if they need them um, if they like them. But I think at the end of the day, what's going to wind up happening is that they're gonna they're gonna continue to get better because because of their defense. But they're still going to have a lot of inefficiencies because they they got to go get that quarterback. And I'm not so sure that that guy is in next year's draft or even you know later rounds this year.
1: That's infuriating, right? Because you lay out everything about Micah Parsons and it's not just the impact of what he's doing on the field himself, but it's the multiple levels of the defense that he impacts. And we're back to, well, the Eagles probably didn't even look at him because they devalue that position so much, especially early in the first round. And they go back to what you said in the beginning the same well of a position that they have failed at more often than not. No knock on Devontae Smith. I love the fact that they got Devontae Smith, but history is working against Roseman and Lurie in that capacity, yet they refuse to open up and at least admit, Seth, that they've overlooked and devalued positions of need, specifically that when you have somebody like Parsons and countless of others that they've passed up in the first round.
10: Well, and listen, it, it... I don't I can't blame Howie all by himself because you know he was trained by the guy that thought that way. You know, Joe Banner never never put any stock into drafting linebackers. You know, and, and not that, you know, I, I didn't expect for the Eagles to take him. You know, I knew that he'd be a day one guy. I didn't expect for the Eagles to take him, but you know, this this consistent, you know, lack of respect for the position. Um, especially in today's defense where, you know, you're only primarily, you know, you're lucky if you've got two linebackers on the field. So you can ill afford to have guys out there playing the linebacker position that aren't just pure hell raises because you only got two, and there's so much more for them to do. You know, you, they got to cover. They got to, you know, be able to, you know, drop in the zone. They got to be able to, you know, play the run. They got to be able to blitz. You know, and if you got a if you got one linebacker that's starting that's deficient in any of those, then you got a problem, you know, and I get it, it's hard to find guys like that, but you know, at the end of the day, the Eagles are all about scoring. You know, it's interesting because I had Sterling Sharp on my show last week and I asked him, um, a la the Pac-12. The Pac-Twelve is one is is the big five, is 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 in the 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 power five conference. It's you know the Pac 12 is just we're gonna outscore everybody 51, 53, 45, 42, you know, every single week. Nobody plays any defense. I asked him, I said, I said, is that where the NFL is is actually heading? You know, and he said, you know, you can see it all over the place. You can see it by the way, you know, spread offenses, you know, the the quarterbacks that are drafted, you know, five quarterbacks, you know, in the and what the top. 15 picks this year, um, the wide receivers that are taken. Um, teams are just moving to a point now where, and, and like Jeffrey, Jeffrey b- believes that, you know, the way that the Eagles are going to win another Super Bowl is with offensive explos- explosiveness. You know, he doesn't think that, you know, defense wins championships anymore. There's a lot of people out there that think that way, mm. you know, but I tell you what, you go look at this past Super Bowl, and go tell, go tell Tom Brady and the, and, the, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that. Because if that defense doesn't play the way that it played, you know, and they don't have a running game the way that they ran the football, listen, Tom Brady threw for 200 yards, okay? 200 yards. Those two running backs ran for over 150-something yards. That defense did something to Kansas City that hasn't been done since Patrick Mahomes, you know, was the starting quarterback. And everybody wants to say, oh, you know, the tackles are tackles. I don't give a rat's you-know-what about the tackle. The, the next guy got to step up and play. Mm-hmm. You know, I would suffice to say that that the way that that defense played, the way that those linebackers played, they were going to do that even if, you know, the starting line tackles were in that game. That was yeah. going to happen. They held Patrick Mahomes to three field goals. Yep. Okay? So <laughs> don't tell me – don't, don't, don't yeah. tell me that defense, you know, doesn't still win championships or it's not important because at some point in time, no matter how many points you score, at some point in time, you're gonna to have to be able to stop somebody, you know. So the lack of respect by, you know, everyone in the Eagles brass as far as defense is concerned, you know, it, it you know it, it befuddles me. You know, and now they got time to get it right because I think that they're gonna be a middle of the middle of the pack, you know, team in overall capacity this year, and they're gonna have some serious draft capital next year. To maybe reshape and remold the, the the defense if they're willing to spend it on the defensive side of the ball.
3: That is, uh, I, I don't know about that because I mean, you look at right now. Um, I think quarterback is up next. I think they pick a quarterback in the second second round, but I'm this anxious. Year? Yeah cornerback. I you think, think have they're
10: going to take us quarterback today?
3: No, corner. 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 Oh, corner. Yeah,
10: yeah, corner. I, I think he'll get a corner. I was about, about to come unhinged over here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no, Seth, he said quarterback. He said quarter. He said uh, pass. Uh, yes, quarterback. We were on air. We were on air last year and he became unhinged when they picked Jalen Hurts. He said, what? We were on live. He said, what are we doing? <laughs> he went off. But I mean, this situation, man, like Even at the linebacker position, Nick Bolton is a game changer. Talking about a guy with an attitude, you take Parsons and add, you know, a little more attitude to it, you'll get Bolton. I can't see them doing it, but if they got him, just like you said, that could change how you play the defense. And with this new defensive coordinator, he had great linebackers when he was in uh, Minnesota. And then when he finally gets to to Indianapolis, it wasn't until you got Darius um, that – Darius Leonard. Leonard, Darius Leonard. Leonard, That it changed the outlook on how they play defense. I mean, I hope that they see and take a book out of that page to really show that you got to have a boss linebacker. It's not like looking at a linebacker like, all right, there goes Seth Jordan over there. I got to figure out a way to block him because if we don't block him, he's going to make every play for minus one or minus two yards. So we got to find a way to block them. We don't have that on this team. You could double team those guys up front all day because they know the linebackers aren't going to make a significant um play, you know, behind the line of scrimmage. And they don't have that. Bolton can be that guy. But I mean, that's just me wishing on a star. As you, you guys overlapped, did you ever go up against each other? Yeah, we played it uh, He was in he was with the Cardinals then. He was with the Cardinals okay, my then. first I think my was, Dare it was my I ask first who
10: won that battle
3: we we didn't go against each other really.
1: Oh, that's what I was asking. Like if he, yeah. if he ever picked
3: up on a blitz or anything like that. No, well I okay. I, I was running towards him and I looked like I was gonna cut him. Yeah, I wish you would cut me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what he said. I wish you would cut me. That ball yes. way over there, man. And then this boy came over, you know, saying pushed me from behind. Like, come on, man! Come on! Now. Oh
1: man! <laughs> Everybody, hold tight! We got to wrap the hour. Coming up next on the network, live with Seth Joiner here. It's the middle. Oh man! You could hear that.
3: You could hear his voice cut sharp across the field. Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> oh man! I, I I was just about to cut. I'm because the play was way over there, and I was going. And he's like, I mean, I wish you would cut me. Uh-huh. And This boy. I think it was. It was a Clyde was. came and pushed me from behind. Like. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, yo. Yeah. That's,
1: you know? that's the old connect that went out to Arizona, <laughs> you gotta man. West the,
10: West the you got to treat the young guys like young guys,
3: man. <laughs> it was my rookie year, too. And I I just played – we just played Tampa Bay the week before, and I was cussing at Hardy Nickerson. And in the midst of me cussing, you know, he turns around, rookie, get your butt over there. You better not say one more word. And as I'm walking <laughs> back, uh, Guy McIntyre said, hey, man, you better be quiet. You better be quiet. I looked at him like – man. The next play, I pulled around on a counter tray. And when I pulled around the counter, tray, I turned, and I turned too late. When I say I turned too late, he caught me right up underneath my, my arm. Right I'm running like this, and he caught me right there. Bam! I didn't fall like this. I fall. My body went straight like this. Bam! Right on the ground. i was like, yo. I said, you know, from that point on, I just played ball. No more talk. Just play ball. Just play ball.
5: Oh man, that's hilarious. What do you
2: think oh. about Fields going to the Bears, Seth? You think uh, a lot of quarterbacks go there to die? They
10: say is that a good spot for him? I think so. I, I don't. I you know whether um, whether Nagy lasts there or not. I think you know long term that's a good spot for him. Um, I think he's going to be he's going to be uber motivated to um, you know prove how many got it wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's a guy that was, you know, ranked number two out of the five quarterbacks. And, you know, his precipitous fall just, like, really blew me away. Yeah, um, me too. I mean, I think the kid can spin it. I think he's smart. He's played in, you know, a system that's, you know, somewhat of a pro system. He's tough, too. Um, you know, he's had some bad games here and there, but, you know, what quarterback hasn't? Um, so I'm 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 excited for him because I want to see how he develops. I know what it, you know, I don't I don't know what it is to fall, you know, from you know two to three in the first round to, you know, what is it, you know, twelve or eleven or twelve. Eleven, yeah. Um, but I know what it's like, you know, for 30 teams to pass over you seven times. And I know what kind of chip. You know that forms on your shoulders. You know that makes you want to go out and prove that you know those pro- prognosticators who think they know what the hell they're talking about really don't know what the heck they're talking about. Um So I'm I'm excited to see you know him grow, and I hope that he just keeps his mouth shut and goes about his business. Hopefully, I, I hope he doesn't pull. You know, a Josh Rosen, you know. Oh, yeah. And, you know, ten, nine, nine teams out there made a mistake. Shut up and just go play.
5: Here's Anton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May.
1: Final couple of minutes this hour here, live on the stream, back on the network, joined by the great Seth Joyner from old talks to current reaction to the draft. And he's talking about... Justin Fields you know I I feel like there's been so much of the gloss over right because we knew worst kept secret Urban Meyer and company down in Jacksonville we're going to take Trevor Lawrence how about another kid Barrett Brooks I wish we had this just to run it back real quick because it was live earlier this hour but Seth Barrett went in on Zach Wilson. And I'm sure he's had a conversation or two with you about Zach and his thoughts on it, but it kind of took Harry and I by surprise. Cause that's not normally Barrett just to tear into somebody, but he went in hard on Zach and doesn't, and I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but doesn't feel like Zach's going to pan out. We talked so much about Trevor Lawrence leading up and then finally kind of disengaged because it was a foregone conclusion. But what are your thoughts on Zach Wilson now with the jets?
10: Well, you know, listen, I, I was surprised that he moved up the draft boards the way that he did. You know, when you – you can't can't discount, you know, what he's done during his period of time at BYU. Um, But you got to look at the talent level that he's played against. You got to look at, you know, his body of work um, in comparison, you know, to the other quarterbacks. I'm actually shocked that, you know – both he and Trey Lance has moved, you know, had moved up the way that they moved up, um, but you know, time will tell. I mean, I, I listen. I don't know what the criteria is, you know, in the NFL. Um, obviously, you know, you look at these guys. All of these guys can can spin it. You know, you look at their pro days. You know, they all can throw the ball. I think a lot of it comes down to. You know, when these teams have an opportunity to sit down with these guys and have conversations with them and get them up on the board and, and and get an idea what their football acumen is, I think that in a lot of situations, that's the difference. I think you also have some teams that are afraid to make a mistake. You know, yeah. they're afraid to go outside of the box. Howie's not been that kind of GM for the last three or four years. You know, he'll go outside the box and try something different. You know, and take the heat for it. But you got a lot of GMs. It's like, okay, these are the top five quarterbacks. Okay, we need a quarterback. This is the guy we want. Um, it, it's just interesting to me. I mean, I I, I don't have anything against Zach Will Zach Wilson. I don't think um, Barrett does either. Right. But it'll it'll come down to you know his development. You know, is he in a good place with a good guy? They can get him developed. You look at Trey Lance, it'll be the same situation. You know, I kind of scratched my head a little bit at at that pick as well. But when you take into consideration, you know, he only played two games this year, you know, before their season was over. I don't know, you know, I think 13 total games or something like that, you know, from the previous year. Mm -hmm. So it's just a body of work. And, you know, sometimes it's worked out. You know, for some guys, sometimes it hasn't. You know, Mitchell Trubisky was one of those guys that only had 13 starts before the Bears moved up and took it. You know, I, I I personally would just would like to have a guy who has had a long track record. I'm not looking for perfection. You know, I think you can learn a lot about a quarterback in terms of, you know, how well he does when things go sideways. Um, yeah. And right. And, and – and, and, and how he reacts. I mean, you take a guy like Trevor Lawrence. I mean, what this guy lose? Two games in three years? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we even know how he reacts, you know, when things right. go sideways. Right. Um, I, I think we saw it a little bit last year. He didn't look all that great in the, you know, in the, in the championship series. You know, when things got bad, I mean, he looked downright in that. But that's the first time that you've ever seen him where he's had to deal with true adversity, you know, we've seen it with, um, you know, with, with Justin Fields. We've seen it with Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Jones came in last year when two the year, a, a couple of years ago, you know, in spot duty. I forget. I, I think it was two us last oh, year. Yeah, yeah You know, right. he got in for a couple of a couple of plays. I mm-hmm. mean, it, just dealing with that pressure of how you. How you deal with adversity, you know, for me, that's going to be the biggest key in in, in evaluating these guys because they've been so successful, you know, at the collegiate level. How are they going to deal with not having success or not being successful? And it's going to come early in their career, each and every one of them. How do they deal with that adversity? Um, It, it, to me, is the biggest question. And, And who's hardwired, you know, to overcome it? More than the next guy.
3: That's key right there. You know, can you come overcome adversity? You know, what do you yeah. do in adversity? You know what I'm saying? So, we, so we, I feel like we've kept Seth a little Yeah, I appreciate you, bro. Right. Thanks for stepping right. on. We'll, we'll keep, keep you
1: on. until, like, this is what we normally do is just keep people on and have conversations. But A, Thank you're the last person that the three of us want to piss off because yeah. we'll <laughs> run into you at some point in Philly and that's not going to be good. And he got that you, tea
10: time too. You you got tea time. Time. Yeah, Go on enjoy life. Listen. All that – that's what I do, man. I talk about football. You know that. <laughs> yep. All day. We played a – You, know that. Sp- you spy tell glass? me 15 minutes if you want to. It'll turn into an hour if you don't cut me off. <laughs> you playing Spyglass <laughs> or Pebble today? Which one? I'm playing Pebble today. We okay. played uh, – we played the Preserve the day before yesterday. Um, and we played Pebble yesterday. Ate everybody's lunch. We got Pebble again today. <laughs> Beautiful. I don't I don't play Spyglass, man. Spyglass, oh, that's hell. tough. Really yeah, tough. I don't like that golf course.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. real quick, on, on the way out, in maybe 20, 30 seconds, if there's anybody that you – know, the stream was curious about linebackers. If, if you've looked at a linebacker or – Well, team. the kid
2: from Notre Dame, they're really curious about. Uh, Caramo Awusu Caramo.
10: I hope he falls to him. I mean, he's I, – I, I like him. Of all the guys that are left, I really like him. Um, he's almost. I'm trying to remember the guy that the kid that the Cardinals had a couple of years ago. He was actually a DB, but Buda they Baker. played and They plugged him in at linebacker. Buddha Baker. Um, say it again, Brad. Buddha Baker. No, he was before Buddha.
3: Okay, um, not Adrian Wilson.
10: No, not
2: Reddick.
3: No, no, no.
2: This
1: is a more His name. Seth. More recent, Seth.
3: Yeah, this is like this is like maybe yeah. seven years, six seven years. And ago. I mean, and and he was he was just straight balling, man. Hmm.
10: I mean, they they put him in a situation where they really um where they protected him, and he played strictly linebacker, and he was a, a safety.
3: I remember that. There. That though they call that a monster back when you like in high school, you know what I mean? Monster yeah. back. <laughs> but but
10: the kid. But the kid from Notre Dame, I, I think I was looking at his at his numbers the other day. I don't think he weighs but, like, 200 and – Yeah, 212, two,
3: 15. Yeah, yeah, 215
10: to 218 pounds. Now, you know, he plays with an attitude, but, you know, you're stepping up a level. You know, can you – and maybe that's where, you know, the linebackers in the NFL are going to a certain extent. Um, I don't think you're going to see linebackers, you know, like me, 240, 245 pounds – you know, any more in the NFL. They're moving towards guys that can run, guys that, you know, can operate in space that are agile. Um, so, you know, my only problem with that is, you know, trying to play the run at 218 pounds. You know, Michael Parsons ain't no 218 pounds. Mm-hmm. My man be bringing the funk, you know. <laughs> but, you know, if they can figure out a way to get some weight on him, you know, I like him because I mean he has all the intangibles he's got instincts he's got speed you know his ability to recognize what's going on you know Mm. early in the snap you know uh, when he gets to the ball he's got comes with a a lot of attitude you know he's a hitter and knows how to
0: what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
10: Tackle the proper way, so you know I would love for them to to make that move. But man, I'm telling you, the, the Eagles ain't going to draft. They're not going to draft no linebacker to no. no. the See? third, to the fourth, or fifth round, man. And by that time, all the ones that really going to make it that, that could make a difference, they're gone. You know. Right. And I, I would venture to say that they might not even draft a linebacker at all. Because think about it. Set. They've got, yep. hold, hold on, you know, you got the you got the ascension. Hold on. Hold on one Sorry. second. Sorry. Hold on. Rocket
4: can
5: live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. Seth Joiner still with us in the house
1: before his tea time, so we appreciate it as many minutes as we can get here and the conversation shifted to linebacker of course the stream was heavily interested in a couple the biggest name from notre dame so seth as we come back i know you were just ending that point about deflating everybody right there at the end you build up about the linebackers the talent and the impact they can make on the game and then right there at the end right before we come back on the network you drop in the dose of reality that just is the haymaker which
3: is the Eagles ain't drafted him anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's Deion Rayon Buchanan. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was like
10: seven, That's eight it. years ago.
3: Yep. Number 20. Yep. Well,
10: so when you think about it, the Eagles signed a linebacker in a free agency. Yep. Okay. Wilson. You got you got Alex Singleton who kind of emerged last year.
3: Yep. And then well, you
10: okay. got, you know, and then you got the two young guys, you know, they drafted last year that didn't get any playing time at all.
3: Bradley um, and um Davion
10: Taylor Davion Taylor, yeah. Davion Taylor and, and, and Sean Bradley
3: we like so, him I like him a little bit it, it listen it, it's not
10: that far out of, the, out of the realm of thought that the Eagles might not draft a linebacker at all they may mm-hmm. feel like hey we've got enough competition at that position right now let's see how it plays out and if we need to you know draft in the early rounds next year with all the draft capital that that they'll have, you know, maybe they'll find it in their, in their hearts, if you will, to, to draft a linebacker high next year. But I, I just, it's it just nothing surprises me when it comes to that position with this, with this organization right now, <laughs> they just, they just don't see any importance in it, you know, and it shows up each and every game, mm-hmm. you know, how important it really is when you've got, you know, Safeties converted to linebackers, trying to cover guys, and and, and you got guys that are backups or special teams players playing at that position, and they're trying to cover guys down the field. I mean, it's right there for everybody to see and for everybody to analyze and say that, you know what, they need a playmaker there, but everyone can see it except for them.
1: We got a break real quick, Seth. If you want to hang, we love you. If not, go on and enjoy your day. We'll be back in three. Thanks again. Stick it
7: here. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify.
11: Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network.
8: Connecticut
6: School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
5: Network.
4: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
5: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. That was a lot, man. That
1: was a lot from Seth. That was really good. So now, now you can gloat. Now you can take that victory lap.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was great. Thank you, Barrett. Way to go. <laughs>
3: Thank I, I appreciate it, man.
2: Great job, man. Yeah, that man, was way man. to step up.
3: I am on it. Draft room. time. I, I, yeah. I was on it this draft. I got you Ray Diddy, and I got you Seth. You did. Come on, man. You did. Uh,
1: Look, two Hall of Famers, and I (laughs) know one not, but that's the injustice of it all. Absolutely, man. Uh, We stand corrected, okay? (laughs) Now, let's just throw this out here because I saw uh, Brian Westbrook is even getting in the mix on this. Aaron Rodgers, as we talked about yesterday, now it's even more official. He's, he wants out, or yeah. he wants something to happen in Green Bay. If it's not him out, then he definitely wants some drastic change. I don't know what that would be, but
3: he wants to. He wants his contract. He wants. He wants an extension so they know that they are, are. Are. He's the future of the franchise, as opposed to you know them just going out with this lame duck contract. That's what it is.
2: This is
1: this is tough to look this is tough to come back from now. We've seen like Dak Prescott, right. Was in a contract dispute and at no point was it like we, he wants out, but now we like the verbiage of the report is he does not want to return to the team.
3: Yeah. That's what It's the difference. He's saying right. that he wants out or he's not coming back. It's, it's, it's finality, you know, to, to what he's saying. He's finalizing this. Either you let me go. Or, or I'm sign out. Me to a new deal. I'm gone. Or sign me to a new deal.
1: Right. Yeah. And and that's what Jay Glazer reported as well, which is it, it, he thinks it's more than a contract deal. It's pretty strongly convicted that he does not want to go back to the Packers. So B West throws his one and a half cents in this thing and asks
2: if the Eagles should give up their three future first round picks for A-Raj. No, well, no, but too soon. Why not? He doesn't want to come here anyway. He wants to go west. Yeah. To San Francisco, when they well, got, have to Trey Lance, I think he would have gone to Denver too, had they been able to pull off the deal the Raiders or San Francisco. You know, he wants to go out there, he doesn't well, want to have come
1: odds if, you, if you're interested.
2: All right, yeah, let's
1: hear it. The global market is speaking, Harry. Right. Will Aaron Rodgers be named the permanent Jeopardy host before 2022? That's the first odds and he does want happens.
2: to do that too. He's very he serious about that.
1: Now you're you're laying minus seven hundred for no, so that pretty much tells you that the books here that they're taking this bet. Now this is illegal in the global market, so do what you like with it. But that's not going to happen. Is that that's a definitive bet telling you that don't even do it. I you don't know, man? man.
3: What's that? I don't know. There's 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 some athletes that have that type of time, like you know, like um, Jim Brown. Jim Brown retired after um, in his ninth year because it was in training camp. He was shooting a movie. Yeah, he wanted to go be an actor. Yeah, but well, he Jim was shooting a movie, an actor. and he said, well, all right, I'm going to be a week and a half late, two weeks late for training camp. And Modell said, well, uh, if, you, if you're if you not on time, then don't come at all. And he was offended by it and didn't come back, period. Right. Well, look, Jim Brown
1: was a good actor. Yeah, like right. Brown. It was a seamless transition for Jim Brown to act. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers is as clunky and herky jerky as it gets.
2: Yeah, out there. Yeah, Bro, Aaron Rodgers ain't no. He ain't no Jim Brown in front of the camera. Oh,
1: Jim Brown had a yeah. sense of charisma. Yeah, it massaged the camera. Bro, he's Aaron rich. Rogers, Aaron Rodgers is clunky hands. What do you mean he's rich? What does that mean though?
3: They're yeah, all he's rich. rich. No, well, Jim Brown wasn't rich at the time, but. He's rich, rich. He's he's rich as in both. Uh, as he's he's made over a hundred million dollars, so he has money. He doesn't spend money, so right. he can he could stop playing if he wants to.
1: Oh no, no, you're totally right there. Aaron Rodgers could stop and open up a Wawa tomorrow, and, and it would right. be fine. I'm just <laughs> right. saying I don't think he gets the permanent position of Jeopardy because I don't I didn't think he was good enough. No, that's a lot for the odds. Now look at this though. Aaron Rodgers takes first snap in Week One for the Packers no is plus 550 yes is minus a thousand mm. so before you even look at the odds for the next team that's where I think you you need to begin which is they're telling you I mean that's even sh- he's got a better shot right now according to the global market of being the next permanent host of Jeopardy than he does playing for another team next year mm. that's what the odds are telling you here and I don't think he has any shot in hell. Of Act being the host. Jeopardy
2: host, exactly. no, I agree with you. Uh, isn't it better for them uh, financially if they do something after June first?
3: Well, what it is is they don't. They wanted. They asked him to 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 allow them to shift money and miles, accelerate pay. You know, so he'll get a signing bonus that way. Yeah, they it wanted a restructuring. A or something, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, they wanted to restructure. He was like, no. I want you to give me more years. I want you to extend me yeah. to show more me that you want money. me here. Yeah. Yeah. So show me I that you to, want me here.
1: You know what? Let me see. I
3: can even pull this
1: up um, if you give me a second on the stream, but I'm looking at it really quick to your point, Barrett. 2021 is this
2: season coming up. Yeah, he has a base salary of $25 million and then a signing bonus still of eleven five. dollars uh, million. Pro-rated, that, pro-rated. Wait.
1: Is that this
2: coming year or is that last year? No, 2022.
1: Right, but isn't this the 21-22 coming up? Right, yeah,
2: it's 14.7. This is the the last year, right. Now, he's
1: got an out after this year. So the potential out is is 2022, four-year, 126, 17-mil dead cap. Mm -hmm. That's where the out is. So the out technically could be after this year. Or you could trade him ahead of time to a team that he would want to play with. Right. And then he could restructure the deal there, which I guess would be better for the
3: team, right? Well, that's why I said they almost had a this I had slurred that said that, and if you look at his Twitter, that the deal was all was all but done. With the Broncos. With the Broncos, yes. Right. Well, what happened? It just didn't get done. <laughs> oh, it still might know. be in the works. Still an early well, draft.
1: I'll tell you where Denver is. Number what time two does the draft time start. Raised. Sorry?
3: What time does the draft start today?
2: No,
1: it might I start it. at
3: seven tonight.
1: I think it, yeah, I think it's a little earlier. I
2: think it, because, it might start because you got two rounds tonight. Yeah, and it's not yeah. the prime time effect that you get. Yeah, and Facebook. that really ticked me off last night, too. <laughs> I wanted the damn Jaguars to be on the damn clock at eight o'clock. At, right at eight I o'clock. I didn't sign up for a Kings of Leon concert. Right, right. Is that what that okay. was ahead of time? Yeah. And, and then, the, anth- you know, the anthem was terrible, too. And Wilson said awful. Why do you awful. watch this stuff? Like, Because I'm a I geek. Do. Yeah, but
1: why sit down? Like, here's the thing. I don't understand it. And it's no knock to the people that do the stuff pre. And I'm always post. Like, I love post. Barrett and Ray and everybody doing post, post, post. That's fine. But why would you get to a game early? You know what you're going to get. You're gonna get the same contrived conversation. You're gonna get some sort of distraction, which is Look, a map or a country. Concert. There's a lot of people and there
3: too.
2: I, I love the draft and the, the the red carpet. I was even in for really? the red carpet because I love Melissa Stark, and she was <laughs> tremendous last night. I thought the red carpet was somewhat compelling, but then it then it turned into a concert, and the the anthem was terrible. Ann Wilson, I loved Heart. I she was fantastic, but she shot. She was it terrible the anthem, even the right? choir that did uh lift every voice, or yeah, uh, they were flat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. it
1: wasn't yeah. good. You no. sound you sound more harsh than Barrett Brooks going in on Zach Wilson right now. You'll see. I, realize, yeah. I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting an Oscars type recap of the NFL draft last night from <laughs> Harry Mays. Hey,
2: pay attention to fashion, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get bring, it.
1: Green green suit.
5: We all yeah. see
3: it. We all see, we all see, it. see it. I
5: get it.
1: <laughs> Devontae Smith, you ready for this? Yeah. 725 and a half yards, receiving yards. That's the number for the over under. How much again? 725
3: and a half. Oh, I thought you wow. said 17. I'm like, what? No, 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 no.
1: 725 and a half. Jamar Chase, to put and it feel in. That's
3: still 100 yards more than any receiver that played for the Eagles last year. 100 right. 100 yards more.
1: Which is insane. Jamar Chase is just at 1069 and a half. Jalen Waddle sits at 7.30 and a half, Pitts at 9.20 and a half, and Tony, which I think would be a sneak play here because they already have the three other guys, and you think, all right, 5.35 is, is not that difficult for a guy who can separate and maybe get out in space. That's Tony at the bottom, but how about Smith at 7.25 and a half? You're right, Barrett. I mean, that's a big ask from last year, but last year, the quarterback play, even a little bit after Hurts' first start and a half, was awful. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know what to really make of it. Maybe Smith gets the benefit of the doubt here because he's played with Jalen Hurts.
3: I think that's what it is. You know, yeah. I think that they, I mean, they can only go up. They can't go any farther down. I, I doubt seriously they could be as bad. They were, thir- they ranked 31. They, so they, I could, oh, they could go one more slot, but they ranked 31 uh, in offense last year. 31 mm. out of 32 teams, they were at number 31. Yeah. Now, last year, I mean, if if you, you you think about what 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 Hertz had to face last year, an inept offensive of line, no weapons. His two major weapons, both Djax and Alshon, didn't even play. Um, he caught the tail end of 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 what the you know young guy. What was his name? Um, oh my goodness, who blew it up for like five games, five or six games? You know, he was the you know Philadelphia's darling, the wide receiver. Fulgham? Yeah, Fulgham? Fulgham. Travis Fulgham. Travis Fulgham, yeah. He caught Travis Bowl, he he didn't do anything. You know he was right. he was done. He was spent after that. He didn't have Zach Ertz. You know he had less than an offense to go out there and try to articulate any type of offense. He couldn't do it. Well, let's try with going with the starters. Um, everybody on the same page as far as offense. A
2: healthy offensive line. Yep
3: healthy offensive line. Let's try to do it with weapons and a healthy offensive line. See where he goes from there.
2: Devonta Smith's numbers in the playoffs last year against the the best competition in college football in those two games, 19 catches, 345 yards, and six touchdowns in two games.
1: (laughs) Here's the one concern I have (laughs) is, is that, and it's a good one, but it's a product of a good one, right? It's like the result of a good scenario my concern is that we do see what we saw as Barrett mentioned a little bit on the Travis Fulgham vein and Devonte Smith separates himself, which I don't think is difficult with the current crew as the best receiver on this team. And now five, six weeks into the season, the NFL defenses and the defensive coordinators are now planning for Devonte Smith as the impact player on this offense. And that's where it becomes difficult. That's where guys who have come into the NFL with more talent than Devontae Smith have struggled because it's, all right, what happens afterwards? You count the first round of it. Now what happens when people start to not necessarily get film on you as much as game plan around you? And again, it, it doesn't work unless Smith separates himself as one of the best or better options on this team. And I think he will. I think he will by default be one of the best options right away. And then I wonder halfway through the season, how teams are scouting, looking, and even game planning, on Sunday around him?
3: Well, I mean, game planning them. Um, I mean, it's going to be different for teams anyways, trying to game plan uh, the Eagles anyways, because it's a whole new offense, whole new, um, you know, cast of, of characters, you know, on the, on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, it's, it's just going to be different, you know. So everybody's going to have to catch up to who they are first and stopping them. So they may be a little better than what people think because nobody knows they're going to be the new kids on the block. So they don't know the offense, the defense, or anything else. But also the team is going to be that new guy, have those new guys also. Um, you look at Devontae Smith, and I thought it was crazy when I first heard him say it. But Hold on, hold you know, on. Break. Okay.
1: We're gonna You're going to say exactly what he said coming up, and then we'll come back here, uh,
3: final half hour, it's the middle. Uh, What'd you say? He said that he's the best wide receiver to leave Alabama. The best receiver in history to leave Alabama. Uh, Well, numbers don't lie. He is the best wide receiver to leave Alabama. Better than Julio Jones. From a numbers standpoint. Okay, but... Jerry Judy. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I think Julio Jones is going to be tough to duplicate in the NFL. Yeah. I'm not... He doesn't necessarily have to have that size. I, no, mean, I mean everybody's they trying take
1: to take over a game. Julio can take over a game, and that's difficult as a wide receiver. But we Amari saw Cooper. we
3: saw him do it. Yeah, we saw him do it. We saw him take over in an college. entire college football. He's not in yes. the NFL though. Well, those guys didn't do it in an NFL before they did in the college. They did in the college first. He did things in college that those guys didn't even do. He almost has a thousand yards more than Julio Jones had in college. Tim Tebow's a touchdown, a game in college. Okay, but but hold on, Tim Tebow did stuff in
2: college that quarterbacks didn't
1: do.
3: And he <laughs> who was, was
2: who was Julio's quarterback? Oh, I got a Alabama. Tebow best for you, Barrett. What's that? <laughs> Who was Julio's quarterback at Alabama? Was it Barker?
5: Because Bar- I don't no, think no, they no. had the,
2: they didn't have an no. offense that like structured no, the way they, they do no. now. No. They were really run heavy. They didn't, mm-hmm. I mean, they had great receivers that didn't get the ball all that much back then. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I just,
2: here's the thing.
1: I just want to be careful, man. I'm not disagreeing with you in, in, in what you're saying, Barrett. And I don't want to sound like I am. No, I'm
3: just saying, no, I'm saying what he said. I'm not saying. Well, no, I get it. I
1: get it. Yeah. But I, I just, I want to be careful, man, because we just went through this. Yes. with Doug Peterson sat in front of us and said that Carson Wentz reminds him of Brett Favre. Yeah. And you had this attachment. Now, now here's what's happening. And I don't think that it's done with the same intent, but it's having the same result. People are now justifying Devonte Smith's size. Like he does. I don't even think it needs to be justified, but, People are justifying his size by saying, well, you know who else was that size coming in? Yeah. Marvin Harrison. And that is doing exactly what Peterson and so many other people that we are trying to say stop. That's what they're doing. It's I not tried
2: it's like, oh, he's gonna be Marvin Harrison. I tried to cool that last <laughs> night when I came on. I'm like, listen, you know, Marvin Harrison had a you know was a Hall of Famer. Marvin Harrison was taking throws from another Hall of Famer, an all-timer and quarterback <laughs> in Manning. He had, I had I Reggie Wayne on the other side. He had <laughs> Joseph Adai in the backfield. That was an all-time team. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, know. Know. yeah I mean, let's pump the brakes a little bit here. <laughs>
1: Let's I bump the brakes him. a little bit here with Scotty Morel. Yes, Peyton Manning. <laughs>
2: and some people are saying he's he's uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson. He's not Deshaun Jackson. No. He doesn't run that fast.
3: No, no. but what he's he is is that he's a Jones. possession receiver.
2: Yes, right. A really Waddle. Waddle receiver. is more Deshaun Jackson.
3: Yes, yes.
2: Now we we got to just cool
1: off with the you know. But the, I will say Jackson. this: Let him be.
3: He uh, is. I'm, I need to finish this too. I'm
1: Got one of these Nutter Puffs. Watch out,
3: Harry! Eating the straws, and the veggie straws, bruh.
5: <laughs> Gotta get this Nutter Puff off. <laughs> In the middle. Of the That's now. how we can cleans up,
1: baby.
4: Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live what
5: are you doing, man? <laughs> <out of Harvard laughs> <studio>. Here's A. <A-Khan> Tom <laughs> Shander, Garrett Brooks, and Harry May. Uh, I got
1: this here. I can't even believe I'm going to read this, but it's real. And DraftKings has irresponsibly put this up on the big board in Michigan and Illinois. So we'll touch on this before we get out of here. But you were in mid-thought before we
3: were coming back from breakback. Yes. I want to give you my assessment on what I see Devontae Smith is, what type of receiver he is. He is consistency. That's what he's coming to this offense and he's bringing. Consistency. How many times have we went into a game we'd had receivers that just didn't catch the ball? Right. He's got good. That's hands. what this guy's. Yeah, he catches the ball and he catches it with his hands, not with his body, but with his hands.
2: And he runs great routes.
3: He's an elite level route runner. He creates separation with his routes. And he has the speed to run away from you if he does uh get open. Okay. So plus he's I'm a lot tougher. To so I'm saying he's a he's above average. I'm saying he's gonna be an above average. Okay possession receiver. That's what I'm saying.
1: I So I heard runs routes like Jerry Rice, speed of (laughs) Tyreek. I didn't say
3: Jerry Rice.
1: receiver of an Alshon Jeffrey catch. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I got from Barrett's breakdown. But
3: But you know what? You can look at, and I'm not going to compare him in any way to to, to Jerry Rice, but I will say this. If you look at his route running, it looks as one speed. He gets to that top speed so quick, like two or three steps, and he consistently runs at top speed yeah. in his routes. His route running is the same way. Every route looks the same until he comes off the break. Those are all things that great route runners run because it's hard for a defender to see, all right, is he trying to dig? He's trying to get out on me? Or is he trying to slow down? All his routes look the same because he runs the same speed and is fast the way he's running. He's hey, a he long strider. If he and ends up cool. being
2: Amari Cooper, are we happy?
3: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yes. absolutely. And right, but- As a
3: pig in and- –
1: Yes, Um, (laughs) there's also that's lost a lot of it. And this is another example, Harry, of where life is mirroring social media as opposed to the opposite, Mm -hmm. where it's an extreme. Like there's no room to have a conversation in real life now about draft picks like Barrett just laid out, which is, hey, wait a second. You can talk in a positive light about a, a now a player without comparing him to the Hall of Famers is that, or even Amari Koop. Now, again, I would love the comparison and, and that's fine. And, and I understand that's a much more balanced, rational comparison because of somebody in the NFL now. But even that, I, I think like now what we have, at least today, and this is what's been enjoyable to me, hopefully to the stream and, and others, is just hearing conversations that are trying to walk that middle without being like, they drafted the next Desmond Howard, or right. they draft. You know, it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. But you can still hear Barrett and uh, and us talk about what Devontae Smith has done exceptionally well. This is a Heisman Trophy winner.
2: Yeah, so we can't but,
1: discount and discredit that.
2: No, but the Heisman Trophy rarely translates to the NFL level. Yes, usually but, because it's a quarterback, and they're they, uh, yeah this position. Yeah. Think about what you have to
1: do to go over the top. And look, we had five quarterbacks taken in the first round, so it's not mm-hmm. like we weren't paying attention to the quarterback position but you're right No, like charlie ward right okay i'm not gonna right. say this guy's gonna turn into an nfl quarterback but for a position like that you have to go above and beyond in order to be considered let alone win it that's i guess the point
3: right absolutely you know and that and that's and that's it you know he's he's he showed that he has the capabilities to be a very good player and why would you just leave it at that as long as he comes and translates to the to the NFL, he becomes a very good player. Then I'm good with it. I'm mm-hmm. cool with it.
2: And he can so? stay healthy and play every week. Yeah. Right. Okay? Every week. right. That's yeah. it. Right?
1: I mean, that's right. really all we want. Just every the week. Right. Let me give you a Tebow bet here. You ready? Yes. This is in this is a live bet right now. According to Revel, that's up in Michigan and Illinois. I don't think we have anybody on the stream right now to my knowledge at least who's in either Michigan or Illinois. They can confirm this if possible. Let's look at oh, the veggie straws are out. You got the green too. Nice. Tim Tebow to catch a pass touchdown from Trevor Lawrence in the 21-22 NFL season has been boosted from plus 1,000 to now plus
3: 1,500. He's really going to come in and try to be
2: you know. I, I I liked Tim Tebow, and I still do like him. But he is an attention whores attention whore. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, whether whether it's like, you know, him trying to be a New York Met player on the <laughs> roster, oh, you yeah, know, knowing, that, knowing that he's he's not good enough, but he's still gonna go to to camp just because everybody's gonna be interviewing him and he's gonna become a story and a hashtag on social media for a day. It's like, give it a rest, please. Just stay on the SEC network talk about the games, go on with fine bound once or twice a week and be done with it. Right. Right. <laughs> I, 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 end of totally story. Agree. Yep. Totally agree.
1: Look, and, and I see something on the stream that I would bring the attention to the two of you and, and everyone else out there. And, and this is the damage that continues to be done by the overreactionary part of our fan base, which is to see one thing last night and now balance out or overcompensate for how you feel about Howie Roseman, the track record, the history, everything that he still should be out. He still should no longer be the general manager, at least in my opinion, but he got one thing right out of circumstance, not out of gamesmanship or anything like that. So Bruno Faranon says, you know, fire Howie, anything like that. Yes. Still, but we can still step, like, aren't we somewhat complex individuals as human beings where you can separate the two and say, Howie Roseman did something right last night, but the track record in history still indicates he shouldn't be here.
3: It's a lot of bad things that went right. on before that. It doesn't preclude anything that's going on uh, before. I mean, okay, you just took the heat off of you for a little bit. We still right. have it at seven o'clock. Right. We can go back to it at seven o'clock, see what you do. But can still I still put you know, on that train.
2: Last night didn't strike me as one of those moves where you're trying to outthink the room kind of thing. You know, I'm the smartest guy. It wasn't one of those picks. It wasn't one of those moves. It was pretty shrewd to get, you know, move down, get an extra first round pick and still get a player that, you know, was one of your top targets. So, yeah.
1: You I know. And, and I don't disagree with that sentiment, Harry. I, I think, though, that it's still worth it. Maybe it's me. And you know, I've been accused of punching things down to a molecular level, but I I think it's still, he was at 12 thinking as he made that trade, he wouldn't have to move back up Mm -hmm. and he could have still gotten a player. He still could have taken advantage of somebody else on the draft board. And it seemed like, okay, man, we misjudged that.
2: Yeah.
1: Horn, Sertan, chase off the board but then again i guess you ask yourselves this question we'll continue to talk about
3: how i adam's exploit before you go out that's exactly what you're saying right there
1: blind squirrel finds a nut yes broken (laughs) clock could be right twice a day you never know you never know all right we got a lot of things happening here it's the middle keep it here
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify.
11: Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network.
8: Connecticut School of
6: Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA-approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
2: Yeah, they're talking about it on the stream, and I'm glad we wanted needed to get to this. John Shelton pointed it out. Mike Mayock loves to reach in the
5: draft. This, I mean, the middle on the sports map.
4: Presented <laughs> by Rocket Mortgage.
5: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. What's the tweet? Or is it a, was it a comment on the
2: stream that allowed you yeah. to a tweet? No, it was uh, not for a tweet, but John Shelton pointed out, and I wanted to get to this as far as an overall draft observation eventually. Yeah, let's do it. That Mike Mayock, uh, of course, the general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders. and no, uh, former... one of our
1: guys. Yeah, he's a local guy. Right,
2: I understand that. Um, yeah, I mean, he plays golf at Marion. Um, he, uh, he loves to reach. He doesn't really – he doesn't care about perceived value of the players in around. round. Like, he took Leatherwood last night, the lineman from Alabama, who in all other projections – now, granted, it's – you know, he doesn't care about mock drafts. Right. He's looking at it through his own eyes. I get that. But he's done this before. He did it with uh, Farrell or whatever a couple of years ago from Clemson. He took him fourth overall, and everybody's like, what? He took Leatherwood, who was projected as a second-round pick in most – Cases and in I the had first round at that. seventeen.
3: I had him later. I had him lower than that. Really, I mean, you, and you had value there. You know, Cosmo. You could have went. You could have went a whole lot of different directions. You know, mm-hmm. when I sat down. I break down my evaluation. I looked. I'm like, at, at the very highest, late second, early third. I saw this kid. Yeah. Um. He's not an athlete. He's not a good athlete. He's a. He's a. uh uh he, he's not what you call a guy that has that quick twitch you know he's just like a he's not even a mauler but you know he's just so big that you know if he's strong he, he'll, he'll he'll grab you he'll you know and that's it if you give him any type of movement he's not gonna be able to touch you this kid gonna hmm. get beat a lot and the expectations of him to, from being a first rounder that he's gonna come in and stop the world and I don't see it happen in fact he reminds me a lot of a guy that got drafted real high like that from from Alabama got here. Well, he was with the Titans at first. Oh yeah, then he the came guard. here. Yeah, yeah. and he he just sucked. You know, and only he was here because his coach was here. Right. You know, so, Statlin. Chance Warmack. Yeah, Warmack. Yeah, Womack. Womack. Yeah, Womack. Yeah, Womack. yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I'm curious as we looked kind of at the overall takeaway from the draft, and Harry was scathing in his criticisms of the presentation of it. Just not watching with the volume on because I was doing a show. And not really paying attention to anything that was happening from the cinematography elements of it, but did they do the same stories? Like, did every kid have some sort of tragedy?
2: No. Or okay, th- that no. that was gone? Yeah, the yeah. only one which was you know uh, was warranted was the pass rusher from Michigan. His story is extraordinary. Sure. And, okay. and that's
1: what I'm saying is, it, I don't yeah. want to abolish it entirely,
2: yeah. Harry, but I don't need every cent. Sin- and look, I don't think the kids did either. And no, I agree with you, intrusive. I agree with you, but it, it was a pretty cool moment where he's there with his mom, and the, uh, you know, the, he's getting interviewed and he's saying that she can retire. And she was like, Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty that's cool. Awesome. You
3: no, know, they also did yeah. a good one on the kid from um, kid from here, um, Barmore.
1: That oh, was yeah, pretty
3: good too, Barmore. And the fact that he never. Really played high school ball. In fact, his, his first time he really played ball was at the University of um, Alabama.
2: Alabama, yeah.
3: But you know, I, I'm I'm kind of with Ash. I'm I'm on I'm Ash. You know, I'm I'm with Ash right now. I'm believing what Ash is saying right now. What's that? I need in a person of the conversation between Howie and Jerry from you from you, Harry.
2: <laughs> you, you think he called? You think <laughs> they spoke last night? <laughs> uh, who's on the phone? Howie. Howie who?
3: That's what he probably yeah, would say. Right. And would who, say, um, hang who, up.
2: Who, who the hell is Howie? I don't know me no Howie.
3: He's not
1: answering the phone, right? Yeah, so right, somebody right. Else Answering the phone for him. And, and you probably hear him in the background. You,
2: hang up. <laughs> <laughs> hang up on that son of a bitch. <laughs> if, if that is anybody from the NFC East, you know what to do. Exactly. <laughs> hang up on him. <laughs> Had to... And then Steve and then Stephen Jones had to be like, "Why?" Well, he probably took the phone and walked out of the room and said, "Hey, Howie, I think we can do a deal here."
1: <laughs> right. Well, he probably had to call him back.
2: It, well, yeah, but he but he walked out of the room. He walked out of the room to do it. Yeah. 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 Hey, this is Steve. Sorry about that. We had a bad connection.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and if, right, he's out there in the hallway. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Five minutes into the conversation, oh.
2: you could hear a door opening in the back.
1: I huh. thought I told you yeah. to hang up.
2: Uh, uh, Jared, we'd, really, we'd, really like, we'd really like to jump the giants here, Stephen, and <laughs> just you just can't tell your dad
1: about it. Oh my God! I would I do not want to be privy to that phone conversation. I would rather you hit me over the head with a mallet.
2: <laughs> oh, I would love to hear. Can it. you it's imagine it. that? Bro. Oh, it'd be did great over
1: a head with a mallet. Yeah. Well, head. I mean, uh, uh, like well, we, well, dad. Well, we, dad. I mean, dad. We they, just they traded with yeah.
2: we just traded with the Eagles, dad.
1: No, you before you, that.
3: You,
2: you did what? <laughs>
3: Even before that, though, um, they got Sertan. Yeah. What do you mean they got Sertan?
2: <laughs> I mean, they 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 traded uh, in the first round of an with them. I remember when the, the Kevin Cobb, I think it was Spencer they took from Purdue, yeah. the pass rushing end, right? Yep. You're right. Yeah. And I was like, wow, they traded with Dallas in the first round. Now, I know they traded last year with them in a later round pick. I think it was like the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, this stuff. But Oklahoma. this is big.
1: Yeah, You think so? I think it's, I, I don't know. I, I think if both sides look at it, like there's not an obvious advantage, the Cowboys clearly had Micah Parsons on their draft board, realizing that he either would be a strong consolation prize or still a top pick. Yeah. And the Eagles were able to get a player that they clearly were going to address at that position. So, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you can look at it and say, well, yeah, the Cowboys would want to check the Eagles and vice versa, But I also think that they weigh it and say, we're better off getting who we want and something back if you're the Cowboys, or you're just better off moving up and giving up a third rounder. Absolutely.
2: Right. And I think it's the inverse with Dallas because Dallas, I think, wanted Horn or Sertain. Okay. So they're gone. And then they're sitting there saying, our next guy is Parsons, but we we can move back and still get him. Whereas the Eagles felt they had to move up ahead of the Giants, which it's obvious that they did. They had to move up to get him. Uh, the Giants
1: were going to take them. This is the most this is from Xander Krause, who is the executive producer of Jacob Media YouTube and the programs that are on here, like the middle and birds, three sixty five and more. This is the most watched episode since the middle started over two thousand views already. Sixteen hundred in the last 60 minutes. Hmm. Please help us if we love you for it and we can't thank you enough for it. And there are people who have been here from day one and there are people who will be here from now on. So we thank everybody and all of you. Just please continue and help share. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you know when we go live. But please help us on YouTube. That's the community here on the stream element to share the show. And and just, this is awesome. This is an amazing accomplishment. And that's what it is. It's, It's you out there. Right, making that. So man, the word. we appreciate
3: you. Spread the Please. word. Yes, tell a friend. A Phone Listen a friend. To our shenanigans.
1: I can't say real quick. I can't say that I am a fan to the point at which I can identify his music, but I am now a major fan of T Pain as far as his social media habits. Right, T Pain. Yes, T Pain is a rapper. Okay, uh, you, you're not. I'm surprised. You're more familiar with the modern age rapper than Barrett and I. Come on, no, I
2: like that dude. Yeah, but I, I'm not familiar with T. Pain. I guess I, I, I'm thinking of uh, what's the other? What's T-J? the line? The lineman for the the Redskins uh, or the Washington football oh, team yes, from Alabama. Yes, yeah. Yeah. His name's Alex Payne. That's Payne,
1: the Pain yeah.
3: I'm thinking of. Okay. I'm so yeah.
2: footballed up right now. Eight times. That's fine. That's
1: fine. You
3: got Payne and Allen. You know, is both it De'Aaron Pain
1: or
2: something?
3: Yeah, yeah That's not yeah.
1: where I think I would go. But De'Aaron Payne is is fine, right? All right, T. Pain, what's he doing? He put out a tweet saying he's just seeing all these messages and mentions today. How do I super apologize? Press conference, town hall meeting. I'm dumb with the emoji there. Now, he's owning up to it. I would just laugh and move on. But apparently, T-Pain, as a celebrity, has been ignoring all of the other major celebrity DMs that he's been getting. And he's just... All he does is he gets on, he posts, and he moves on. Like there's no interaction with media social media. That's okay. I
2: mean, I freaking love him for yeah, that. Yeah, that's okay. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that.
1: You had Diplo, you had Fergie, you had a bunch, oh, yes, pressmen in there. I mean, those you got are the people trying to DM him. Kane Brown, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All trying to DM T-Pain, like, yo, where you at, man? And he's want, I like, want to
2: collaborate. Yes. You know, Diplo probably wants to collaborate with him.
1: Well, T Pain <laughs> is probably like, look, man, if you can't get in touch with me on this is the Harry Mays mentality right. of social media. If you don't have this, which right. is my phone, then you ain't getting the DM returned or anything
5: oh, like that. Oh, that
2: is that is so <laughs> on point. If you don't have
1: my number,
3: then you don't if you need can't my, my number. Text
2: me, you ain't getting me. <laughs> and that's right.
5: T-Pain.
1: See, look at that. You and T-Pain live the same life. <laughs> You yeah, right. H maze yeah. and T Pain. Now that's a collab I'm in on. Yeah.
2: Right? Let's bring in drinks Let's drink. bring in two chains too. I like him. that guy. <laughs> two chains. I love two chains, man. Love that guy. Oh my goodness. All right. We got over oh. coming up still at the top of the hour.
1: We'll start looking at the second day of the draft. Jamar Chase predicted. I don't know if you caught this that he will break every record they've got Mm. regarding the Cincinnati Bengals? I think so.
2: Well, as long as his quarterback's upright.
1: Hey, here's the question (laughs) for you. Who gets traded first,
3: Jimmy Garoppolo or Zach Ertz? Mm. No, they're just going to cut Zach Ertz. Mm, They'll get no value from him, yes. They'll get no value. They're not going to bring him back, and they're not going to get any value for him.
1: This is where I will stick up for Howie in disagreement with you and say, I, I feel like one thing he does do is mine like a fifth or sixth round pick mm-hmm. for guys that you're right on the surface. Barrett shouldn't get anything back. Right. I'm not willing to write it
2: off yet. I, or, I, or you send him to a team to move up a slot or two in a, in a, in a middle round. You know, you just say, Hey, we'll give you Zach Ertz and exchange sixth round picks or whatever. Now let us move up in the third round. That kind of thing. no,
3: yeah, oh, I, I, I hope so. No. I hope so. But I, I,
2: boy, that was an exasperate. Did you hear that? He went Tah! like yeah. he was just like he's out
3: on that. All right, <laughs> but why would you? You know, as a, as a team, why would you? Could you? All you gotta do is just wait another couple of weeks and be like, all right, we'll sign you after that. We're not gonna take on this contract. We're gonna give you three million dollars. Take it or leave it. Mm. Right now, he's gonna make upwards of nine million dollars, ten yeah. million dollars for this season. Why when you could pay less? All right,
2: I'll say Garoppolo then. What's the odds on this, time I, I guarantee oh, you're I, making a bet on this.
3: No, no, no.
1: Uh, you no? know, one thing I do on the other show that I don't do enough here on this show is create odds out of the blue. Oh. So this is a hypothetical scenario that I think we can apply odds. I'd say Garoppolo is probably at like minus 150 and Ertz is probably at like plus 110. Hmm. Maybe you can get it at, at a certain book at 120, but that's probably what I would say. Now, listen to this. We're going to take a quick break, but I want to leave you with this thought here. This is from Matt Pomeroy, and Ron sent this via text here, this tweet. No Packers quarterback has played 17 seasons with the team. Favre, Bart Starr, Aaron Rodgers all played or have played to date 16, 16. And Rodgers is on his 16th, soon to be possibly maybe 17th.
2: That's interesting.
1: Look at that. All right, we're back in three. It's the middle.
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify.
8: Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive. Grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way.
6: Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center. Training in all that is media. Including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The Middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon,
1: followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It's too out of control. Are you kidding be, me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I don't know who this person is. Filet Wait, me...
5: mignon with
1: crown royale. Vanilla <laughs> ice cream and apple pie? You might as well yes. just kick somebody in the groin. The
4: Middle with Eitan Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
7: The man,
2: the wife won her golf match today. She's a part of the.
1: uh, My wife was playing in hers too, but
2: she's a part of the Gap team. They took on Spring Mill today.
1: Where they play?
2: They uh, it was nineteen twelve against Spring Mill, and she would never played in a match before. She won it one up in nineteen holes.
3: Wow! Congrats,
2: Woods.
1: Yeah, I, I mean over here it's 50 mile per hour winds
2: yeah is it it's pretty bad
1: yeah and and it's worse at at the club that you guys were at at huntington valley because it's that valley yeah there's no trees and hardly any trees
5: winds outside
1: double
2: yeah yeah
5: I don't know how You're you listen to, to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network.
4: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
5: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
1: Anybody laying the nine and a half tonight? You know, the other night, I didn't realize that the Atlanta Hawks were sitting more than the two guys we talked about. So clearly it was a Sixers play. Even yeah, though Bogdanovich well, was out too, right? Correct. Yeah. Tonight, I'm more concerned about who the Sixers are going to sit because right. I wouldn't start anybody. If you were going to continue to load, manage, I wouldn't start anybody. Anybody going to lay the nine and a half?
2: Uh, yeah, I probably
1: would. Make sure it's still at nine and a half. Did it get bet up at all?
2: I don't know. Did you see Giannis has an ankle issue now? I did. It's at nine and a half still. Yeah, I did.
1: I did. Although Milwaukee, while well, they're only laying one and a half without Giannis tonight in Chicago. I absolutely love that. (laughs) (laughs) uh, You like Milwaukee? Yep. Yeah. And I love Phoenix at home. Utah is not a great cover on the road, and Phoenix just basically has to win this game, minus four and a half. Those are the three to look at. Brooklyn? Portland's favored at Brooklyn. They are. Somebody's sitting. It's got to be Kyrie or KD. Probably both. Might be Both. And they want you to believe they want you to start believing in Portland right now. And I I don't because of the return to Dame and and how bad it was without him. But it's too little too late. That's Hmm. all decent night in the NBA as far as a nice little compliment. Nets look if the Nets win and the Sixers lose. It's now going to be two and a half games. Hmm. Two and a half games. Yeah. And at some point, I'll leave you with this thought before we hit overtime and start talking a little deeper into what the Eagles are going to do in day two. I'll leave you with this thought, which is: at some point, if it's two and a half, three, three and a half, you're not going to have the luxury of managing loads if you're truly out to win the first seed. Right.
3: That's going to catch up with you. They have to, too, man. They have to win the first seed. Yeah, they, they do. have to. Well, it's imperative. You you want to play both, but you just want to play one of them. So, yeah, they have to win, man. So, load managers won't be load management as you go later on into this uh, this season. I mean, you got to assure yourself of of being that number one seed. And, you know, I mean, it's a great conversation to be talking about when your team is right there at the cusp of being the number one seed, uh, you know, in the conference. So, yeah, I mean, at least they're competitive right now.
1: Did um, you either. know, by the way, that Tebow had a workout? I didn't even know that.
2: Me neither. Yeah. Well, it's his former coach.
1: Well, no, no, I get it. I get, get it. But I didn't even re- I thought that bet was just pulled out of somebody's rear end.
3: Me too.
2: Yeah, see, I mean, Harry, you should have at least told us. Oh, I, I thought you
3: you kind of knew that. Oh,
2: I had no
1: uh, idea.
3: It was brought up to me like um, T-Bow catching uh, passes from Lawrence. I'd rather t catch a pass. Me That's too. Yeah, or two chains.
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify.
11: G-A-T-L-E-N-E-O! Jody Mash. The legendary sports talker joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network.
12: The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life.
9: Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on. Welcome to the Wildwoods, hey.
8: the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Hey. Catch a wave, take a nap. Go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of
6: Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
1: All right, overtime, Jacob Media YouTube page, phillyvoice.com voice.com slash the middle. Look ahead today, tonight. We assume cornerback heavy, right? I mean, I would be shocked if two of the next three picks aren't cornerbacks in some form or fashion. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean there's,
2: there's a couple good offensive linemen on there that could go too here in this yep. second round. There's a couple of names in there that, uh, are intriguing but i agree with you i mean they got to do they got to do corner at some point it might as well be as high up the board now as you can who's the guy you like barrett is it is it asante samuel jr he's a little undersized or do you like campbell out of uh georgia who's got a little more size i I like uh
3: campbell a little more um i mean all he has to do is just trust his body at this point you know he kind of he, he kind of you know he stays in phase for a little while. And then once he doesn't feel his receiver, doesn't look he doesn't play the ball well when, and, you know, play it at his highest point. But I mean, he needs to stay technique sound, you know, when he gets out of his technique and he, you know, doesn't turn his hips over and stay in phase with the receiver, that's when he gets himself in trouble. But I mean, he's so fast, you know, he could, he could still keep up with the receiver, but he doesn't trust it all the time. Hmm. Um, I like, a, I like a something Samuel jr. I, I believe he is going to be a, a pretty good, um, outside corner, even though he's small, I think he can still be an outside corner in the league if you put him in a system that plays a lot more zoned than you play man-to-man. He has that skill set, but, you know, even though he's quick, I mean, he's cat-quick, mm. he's not fast. And, you know, if well, he does get beat by a guy that's a laser, you know, he's going to be hard for him to catch him. you that, like
1: A-Ton? from Georgia better then?
3: Yeah, I like Campbell better. Yeah, I do too. I just like so Stokes is already gone. The, the, the kid, Stokes from, from right. Georgia. He went to Green Bay. Yeah, he ran yeah. a
1: four-two. Yes. So yeah. I wonder, it's not. I mean, look, if if both kits are on the board, it's not a reach. To Trevor Campbell, a Tyson Camber,
3: part of me at that point, right? Yep, that would be a reach at all. That's right where he belongs, mm-hmm. right there. You know, that's 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 around the point where he needs to be picked up. That's a value pick right there. Um, I think getting um, Samuels at that point would kind of be a little bit of a reach. I think he's a mid to late second round guy, but I mean, his production, you know, he, he'll, you know, he, he'll still go out there and be a very productive starter in this league.
1: What would shock you? I, I think if they took a defensive lineman, although we linked Quiddy pay and even Aziz a little later, as far as maybe somebody they would trade back and get in the first round, I, I'm trying to think because Harry, you're right. I'm looking here. Eichenberg, right. Would be the name that the kid from Notre Dame, the big there's Lyman. a North
2: Dakota State tackle who's decent. Uh, no, yeah, uh, good too. Yeah, okay, kid. Jenkins, Oklahoma State, Kevin yep. Jenkins. Yeah, so some Jenkins is there. a next level player. He should have won in the first round. I agree. Yeah, he should have won. For-
1: if they took Christian Bar- uh, Barmore, is that-, that is that a surprise? Is that a disappointment? Is, I mean, we talked about their need to fill both sides of the trenches in the first round, maybe just to justify Kawiti pay or something like that ahead of time, but. I, I wonder, like, okay, if they if they take the safety from TCU, I get yeah. it. That's a shock and a half right there. Oh my god! But is taking a defensive lineman or even a linebacker that much of a shock right now? I know corner is the odds-on favorite
2: for all of us, yeah. but I'm just trying to think what would be like. Oh, oh Barrett would love to, to see Bolton from Missouri be an Eagle. Oh my! Oh, goodness. you you that would, would do make cartwheels.
3: know, I'd be. <laughs> 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 I'd be doing flips right now. But uh, I could see them also uh going out and get Davion Nixon. Mm-hmm. Um a defensive tackle from Iowa. Really good quick twitch. And when I was watching and breaking down film on on uh Slater, this kid kept jumping out on the film. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch Slater, but I'm seeing this kid reach havoc, you know, in the interior of their um their uh defensive line. So I mean, from Iowa. Yeah, I mean, he's a stout run stopper, got some pass rush moves. You know, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll, he's just a bulldog in there. So, I mean, I could see them doing that, you know, because at this point, they just let go some um, defensive linemen. So, I mean, they they could go in that direction. I could see them doing that, but I, I wouldn't say it would be the best thing to do. But, you know, I mean, they got to get a DB, man. They didn't yeah. get in the first round, they got to get it second.
2: That was one yep. of the phrases that jumped out at me this year with the draft. Is twitched up. He's all <laughs> twitched up. I've heard Daniel Jeremiah say it like five times last night. Yep. Twitched up, and the other one is deep dive has become a real thing. Well, what's the deep dive? Just well, like, and, and you could use it anywhere. It's not even just for the, for the football. But I heard Rappaport say it a couple times last night. I've heard, you know, I've even said it. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: guilty of it as well?
2: Yes. The deep dive? I'm guilty of a deep dive every now and then. realize now. that, yeah. okay.
3: Yeah, you know, you you're on this guy, man, but it'll take a deep dive for you to go in and get this guy. I mean, mm-hmm. to pull that's him back right. up. You got to pull him in. All
1: right, I'm going to present a scenario here. I, I don't necessarily think I hate it, but I think a lot of people would probably hate it. And that's what happens at, where are they, 37th?
2: 37. Yeah.
1: You look ahead. There are four teams ahead of them. Sure. Jacksonville, even the Jets, you can make an argument here, but the injury is going to be a concern because of the history of this team drafting guys with injuries or concerns of injuries. But are we really just going to skip over a kid like Terrence Marshall Jr. if he's available because they already took a wide out in the first round? Like does Devonte Smith now preclude them from taking a BPA if that BPA happens to be a wide out?
3: Hmm. I don't think it player. should a bit, but still he you know his injury but you're talking about an elite level player man
1: yeah I and love him the only thing Barrett is the injury right
3: yes yeah he'll come in and he'll make some noise yeah he's six two wide. and a half right and speed and yeah you know he, he's gonna go get it yep you know those I mean okay you cut J so what maybe that you does. get a, maybe you get a third rounder for him when he goes somewhere else and makes the team you know, you'll get a compensation pick for him. You know that that's that's that's. But you know, at this point, you know, JJ. At this point, I, I mean, I I don't know what else you want me to do or say. I don't know how you want me to 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 justify him being on the team. Hmm. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I love the kid as far as you know during camp. You know, his mom. You know, it was a cute story. His mom holding an umbrella over him, and you know, they're really really good people, really good people. But yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I I need a I need a I need an a hole, bro. I just yeah. I, I want this. This is my position. I, I was really aching it.
2: I was really pissed that the Browns took Newsome.
3: Me too. Me too. Yeah. It wasn't a, that wasn't a far reach for him. That wasn't no. a jump for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't have to go deep. what was what, what was the term called?
2: Oh, deep dive. Deep they dive. didn't have to go.
3: Yeah. It wasn't a deep dive for them yeah. to do it. Yeah. All right.
1: We're out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Eagles again at seven o'clock tonight and all of the nonsense going on here (laughs) with everything that will come from the overreactions and reactions. And thanks to everybody on the stream as well.
3: Appreciate you.
1: Please subscribe. Tell a friend. Share. Yes. Yes. Share. Have a great weekend. We're out of here.
11: Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle. A passion from birth and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary and think about
5: B-A-G-L-E-S
11: Every second, of every minute, of every hour, of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen birds 365 start your morning with johnny mack and jody mack across the jacob media network watch it live on youtube
0: what's so special about hero bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving